Normal Robot on East Hennepin Avenue in long-anticipated Minneapolis, this is Nice Games Club, the show where nice game devs talk games and game development. I'm Ellen Burns Johnson, and I make nice games. I'm Steve McGregor, and I make nice games. And I'm Mark McCoy, I too make nice games. For this week's episode, it's another Nice Games Jam. We've just been given a prompt, and we're going to try to come up with a complete game that you can play by the end of the episode. Will it work? We and you are about to find out. And so, if everyone is ready, let's start. Oh, you held on that last Ooh. moment. You could have squeezed it in. No, you, no. you could have. I did it. I did it intentionally. You made a, you, but you made the choice. Yeah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> I was just like here, sitting here quietly, you know, appreciating your timing, and I wasn't gonna say anything. And then Mark came in, and now, now I can. <laughs> no, listeners need to, to appreciate say. what I just yeah, did. There. No, yeah, no, it was very important. good. That's I used important. to think we were talking about this too much at the top of episodes. Now I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah, it's a little annoying, but it like gets us going, and that's yeah. it's sort it has a it has a function. Yeah, we've done a lot of these episodes. We got to figure out how to start them every time. Yeah, <laughs> so. Mark is in a mood right now. He doesn't care <laughs> if we chat about the podcast itself on the podcast, uh, and he also has a taco that he said he's going to finish on. Yeah, I've, I have not finished my dinner. I'm just gonna if, you know if you hear some crunching, that's what that is. All right, good don't to know. don't look behind you. This is uh, the good episode for it because we're going to be messing around with things. Anyway. Yeah, it's a so game jam. Whenever we shuffle a deck of cards, he's just going to take a bite. <laughs> 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 well, let's make that part of the gameplay. Let's resolve it. Yeah, I love that. Okay. There's, cool, there's cool. two-thirds of taco left. Let's see if we can use it for the whole... Okay. There's also sweet, a sweet. lot of cheese. Uh, so, so Steven, you're going to talk about another game jam. Yes. But let's use that as a good transition topic into the proper game jam. Okay. I'll go first with my bit of meta. Sounds good. Which is that um, I think when listeners hear this, I will probably be in... Toronto. Mm-hmm. Don't do the calendar math on that. Um, I'm going <laughs> oh, go to go to the Toronto International Film Festival this year. Woo-hoo. I went once before in like 2015. I had a great time and yeah. fell in love with the city of Toronto. Mm. And I've just never been back. I was like there for a week and a half. And like, and I think of it as one of my favorite cities, but yeah. I've only been there once. Oh. And um, I'm turning 40 this year. And uh, I'm not like a birthday person, mm-hmm. but like, you know, you get, I mean, I, you turned 30 recently. And yeah. when people have milestone birthdays, you kind of get a- anxiety about like, I should... I do should something. do something, right? right? Yeah. And like you shouldn't. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, but I actually, ended up, I did come up with something, which is that um, one of my favorite films of all time um, from uh, it's a concert film, "Stop Making Sense," mm-hmm. from one of my favorite bands, or probably my favorite band of all time, Talking Heads. Um, it was um, produced in 1983 mm-hmm. when I was born, the year I was born. And it's the 40th anniversary celebrations are happening this year. Oh. It's getting a 4K remaster. It's being, uh, uh, it's uh, getting a limited theatrical screening. Yeah. Uh, and th- that is going to premiere at the film festival. Ooh. Now, fine, I have the Blu-ray. What do I need to fly to Toronto for, mm. for this? But Talking Heads, um, which did their last live performance in 1984 and wow. broke up in 1991 Dang. and reunited for one show at the... Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in like 2000-something. Mm. Um, this will be the first time they've been in the same room together <laughs> in yeah. like 20 years to do a Q&A. Uh, moderated by Spike Lee, who um, wow. a famous filmmaker who also did uh, David Byrne's American Utopia, oh, which is okay. a Broadway show in the sort of spirit of Stop Making Sense. That was the last time I took a trip that wasn't a work trip was f- to go see that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's my thing now. My vacations are all David Byrne related. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, I don't mind. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm thrilled about it. And so um, I thought I'd just uh, talk about it on the show about how much fun I'm going to have. And I'll do a little bit of report on the way back. Dale and I are going to see a ton of movies. We're going to see like 30 movies. Oh, boy. A bunch oh, wow. of premieres. It's cool. And like the writers and, and uh, actors strikes are going right, on right now. Oh. So there's going to be like no like red carpet, no like 
people that are schmoozing or like press you know press conferences with actors saying like blah 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 about promoting their movies yeah which is great like <laughs> nice <laughs> time there'll probably be less people there like it's you know it's just gonna be about the films yeah uh, the directors guild did their contract so like they, they can show up so mm-hmm. that's cool cool yeah. okay um, all right anyway that's thrilling but the the one reason i want to talk about it is because i had to renew my passport to Ugh. go to Canada, because Dale helpfully reminded me after we bought the tickets, like, you, is your passport valid? I'm like, ugh. <laughs> in the United States, getting your passport renewed is not a complicated matter, but you yeah. have to do it like eight months in advance. Mm. Like, it's um, after that, you need to pay an expedited fee, right? But you still need to do it eight months in advance for that, um, because it takes a long time to, you know, to go through the wheels of bureaucracy. Yeah. But... They have a special provision, which is basically to prevent this problem, because a lot of Americans go to Canada or to Mexico or they, you know, to Spain or whatever. Sure. Or you know, and there's a mechanism by which the U.S. government recognizes that you're gonna just need this tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is you have to wait until it's two weeks before your travel date. Mm-hmm. And actually, they were wrong. It's 13 days. Oh. Because I, because <laughs> because my flight is at 6:30 in the morning on the seventh. Yeah. And I called. At ten thirty in the morning, on two weeks before that, so it was yeah. thirteen days and twenty hours, oh. and they were like, "No, you need to call tomorrow because it's still not two weeks." Wow! I, I explained to them calendar math, <laughs> and they were like, "Well, that's just what it says here in the system." I'm like, "Somebody update that document." <laughs> right. <laughs> you have to you have to wait until two weeks before to make an appointment at a passport agency, mm. which is a, a government building. There's yeah. like thirty of them in the country. Okay. That means not enough for every state. Right. There's one three blocks from my house. Oh. <laughs> so, so I got to bike over there, which was nice. Cool, and you know, give them all my documents. Yeah, um, my expired passport expired in 2018. It was issued 15 years and four months ago, which means I I had to make the, do the complicated form <laughs> instead oh, of the thing. simple form. Okay, it's I, as I talk about it, I'm like, this is not interesting. But it was such a fascinating experience to learn about this this system and how like I I knew about this mm-hmm. like four weeks ago. Yeah, but I had to wait. Yeah, until two weird. weeks before my travel date to do anything about it mm. because I missed the eight month. It's right, so right. strange. Yeah. It is weird. And I called them up and I said I wanted an appointment. And, and well, when I talked to to the to the passport agency yeah. to, to get because I'm like, does the appointment need to be two weeks or can I can I make the appointment now? Mm-hmm. Like, no, you have to wait until then to make the appointment. And I'm sure there's reasons for that. Um, uh, you know, so they don't like things aren't just perpetually booked out, perhaps. Um. But when I call, they're like, "Oh yeah, it's fine. You'll, you'll get an appointment. No, don't worry about it." Because I'm like worrying because it's like so close, mm-hmm. and I'm sort of already pot committed to this, this trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like it's a mistake I made. So uh, then I call in on the you know on 13 days or ra- yeah rather 12 days right <laughs> and 20 yeah, odd sure. hours before and uh, and they say like, "Oh, sorry, there's no appointments." But there is one at the Chicago passport office. Oh. And I was confused. But then I, re- I remembered, of course, there isn't one in everybody's neighborhood. So right. they would, of course, tell you the, the closest ones. Yeah. And I'm like, so should I take a train to Chicago to, to, <laughs> to get, get my passport? Because oh I kind of have to, yeah. right? Or do I, go, do I try to go to Chicago on my way to Toronto? But this, this is expedited, but maybe it will take a whole 24 hours. So yeah. I need to, it was just the whole thing in my mind thinking, like, this is all going to be ruined. Yeah. And I'm like... And then Dale just made the great suggestion of like just fly into Chicago in the morning and fly back. And yeah. It's like, and I'm just not a person who thinks about things in that way because that is a waste of money. Mm. But it is the most efficient way to do it. Yeah. Um. And then I don't need to go to a hotel. I can I can have yeah. an afternoon in Chicago. That sounds fun. Yeah. And a little silly adventure, like kind of a dumb thing that's really my fault. But, um. <laughs> so, so I was planning for that, and so the the um, uh, I called back uh, to make the Chicago appointment because mm-hmm. I ended up making a 
a Minneapolis appointment like the day of my flight, which meant I would wouldn't get to Toronto until like that evening and I'd miss some movies. No, no. But um, so I called back after Dale suggested like just go to Chicago, it's fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I called back and I just just said like, but just could you just just check to see if there's no Minneapolis appointments before? Yeah. And I know there isn't, but I'm just like for some weird reason from the stars, I just asked them and they said, yeah. oh yeah, there's three appointments tomorrow. What the heck? Whoa, <laughs> left out. And in my mind, wow. I'm like, I'm like. I was like, oh, I was gonna, I was gonna go to Chicago. That was gonna be fun. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I, I biked down there. It was on, on Saturday, yeah. And I, I, I got all my documents in order. I was like really fastidious about it. Like, all, you know, like it says city. You have to put city and state of your parents' birthplace. And yeah. I'm like, I know they were born probably in St. Paul, <laughs> but what if it, what if it was, what if it was Maplewood? Like, yeah, what if yeah. It was like, like what, what happens? Paul. And I'm yeah. just panicking about every little thing, but that's not nearly necessary. I just, you could just put Minnesota. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm just, I'm trying to read it on the lines of all these like federal documents. And, yeah. Like, yeah. just it, like panicking because like it, it's really high, it's high stakes. Right. You didn't want to get it wrong. Right. Yeah. If there go. was like a delay. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Now here I am sitting, having done the appointment and everybody there saying like, yeah, fine. You just come pick it up on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, because I did it on the weekend, I couldn't pick it up same day. Right. So it okay. is Monday today. So in two days, I will find out <laughs> if there's a problem. Yeah. I assume it's fine. Yeah. But it was a little bit of an adventure. And the whole time I was just thinking, like, it must be really hard to run this program. Mm. And so even though it was kind of, like, frustrating at places and, like, come on, come on, 14 days is 14 days, people. Yeah. Not 13 days. <laughs> but I had a sort of appreciation for the federal bureaucracy in that sense. like, yeah. And how they manage, like, everybody making this mistake of, like, not renewing their passport on time, making last-minute travel plans. And what happens if it's an emergency? Well, they have a whole separate system for that mm-hmm. where you have to provide proof of that emergency. But the, the proof they ask for is not so onerous on the – on the citizen to provide an extra burden under someone who's in an emergency. Like calculating all that is a big challenge. And, you know, got my, you know, game designer brain working too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was way more interesting than you sold it, Mark. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm telling you, I yeah, I can I can spin uh, you know, gold out of straw when it, when it comes to this kind of nonsense. <laughs> but speaking of getting our game designer brain working. Yes. Oh yeah, game jam. I did that. Yeah. So you talked about this on the show, right? Yeah. Can, can you remind listeners and maybe me? Yes. Uh so um was it was two weeks ago ish now. Uh I did a game jam with a group of friends. Um so this wasn't like a uh specific like ludum dare or global game jam thing so it's also birthday related right it is birthday related yes uh one of my friends planned this whole game jam for her husband um and she was on my team actually so that mm-hmm. was gonna be cool um and so we basically just uh we all parked it at my brother's place and we just worked on a uh a game for 48 hours mm-hmm. um, over the weekend a lot of the people who were uh, part of this friend group um had not worked on games before yeah so they were very nervous <laughs> <laughs> And I didn't want. And you're walking around back straight, being like, "It's fine, everybody." It's honestly, fine. yeah, <laughs> I've got this. I was like that. You were the, the pillar, the, sort of the but, rock for everybody. But like, I also understand it too, because like the first time I did a game jam, I was well, I feel like I wasn't that nervous, but I think it was because I had a team planned out, oh, knew yeah, I yeah. was working with, yeah. So I like I felt comfortable, and I and I had already been working on games, so I kind of knew how games worked. I hadn't been working on it for that long exactly at that time, but like mm. I was familiar with it. So like I can kind of understand if you have no idea what games are like, and you've heard me complain about how difficult making games are for a couple of years, <laughs> and then we're like, hey, make a game in forty eight hours. How you would be nervous? Mm-hmm. Um, but we did a good job. Um, I think it. I think it went really well. Yeah. Like, people had a really good time. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't do well. I did do a little bit of programming actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't do really any game design. 
Um, I did writing mostly. Ooh. Yeah. Um, we, that was your plan, right? Because yeah. yeah, so we talked about that on the show recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really fun. I enjoyed doing that a lot. Um, and uh, um, Shaylee, who was the person who was organizing this, mm-hmm. um, she was on my team and she said that my writing was really good and she's Ooh. a script writer. Hey. <laughs> hey. for plays and stuff. That's awesome. So. That made me feel really good. Um, I'm sure part of that was her just being mm-hmm. my friend, but also I don't know. I, I think I did a good job. I feel like I did. It's a lot of words. My like like the character I was writing um, is very wordy, um, <laughs> so I had to like sit there and like and type up a bunch of stuff, and it was like kind of <laughs> it was kind of a lot <laughs> when I was doing it, but it was fun. Um, yeah, we had a good time. We worked in we, our game was done. There were two groups. Um, our game was done in um, uh, Renpai. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, so, like, the programming side of things were easy, and we had somebody on the team who had worked in Renpai already. Okay. Oh, cool. um, and I had not. So, like, I kind of learned some stuff on the fly, and they did a little bit of stuff. There was somebody on our team. She um, doesn't really do code, but, like, she picked up some of the slack we needed um, yeah. with respect to a lot of things. She did a lot of the game design stuff, too. Um, and she kind of learned how Renpai worked within like the last five hours of the jam. That's awesome. Right? <laughs> it's very impressive. I love that when you find people who have like the capacity to understand things, yeah. but they don't appreciate that it's that they can. Yeah, yeah. And then you put them in a situation where they have to, mm-hmm. and then they do. Yeah. 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 I love it. Yeah. It was great. Uh, our, 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 I think I'd like to say that ours went relatively smoothly. I think there were like a couple things we had to cut at the end of the thing, but it was mostly pretty good. Yeah. Um, my brother was on the other team. Um, and their oh, game. Oh, so it was a it was a McGregor classic. <laughs> McGregor versus McGregor. <laughs> right. No, it wasn't a competition. It kind of sounds like you were about to explain how it was. I it wasn't honestly. I didn't interact with. Charles. <laughs> and he's not even here to defend himself. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he never is. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We were I, we were mostly kind of separated from each other, which was kind of part of the problem. My brothers, <laughs> not me. I mean our team, anyways. Uh-huh. <laughs> My brother's game. Their game was very ambitious. <laughs> <laughs> and my brother, like, because he was, he, he and I were the most experienced in game jams. Um, and my brother was a programmer on their team. Mm-hmm. Um, my brother kind of just was, like, accepting a lot of ideas because he felt like he could take it on and he didn't want to, like, shoot down other people's ideas because it was their first game jam. Yeah, yeah. So he really wanted to be inspiring and stuff. But he took way too much on. Meanwhile, you, you have some little bit of a producer brain now these yeah, days, right? that's true. I guess my brother doesn't, with respect to that, at least yeah. with a group. Um. And so, like, our, ours went fairly smoothly. And I think we all – one thing that was really good is our programmer, he was really good about being like, I'm I'm going to be real honest with y'all. I'm going to cut stuff if I can't do it. <laughs> and I was like, okay, you're the programmer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that was kind of great. So we all had that mindset going. Yeah, that's good. Um, that's good. But, uh, yeah, on my brother's team, that wasn't quite like that. They, they ended up finishing their game, um, but they had to cut a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. um, which was kind of unfortunate. They actually called me in to help. Um, implement some stuff mm-hmm. because my brother was just and did you like go through the door frame and you're like well 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 <laughs> oh, <laughs> no gosh. my brother was really stressed out y'all oh <laughs> no okay no, I feel bad so, making fun of him no it's fine <laughs> a little he'll recover yeah um I mean Paul, uh, also he was like hosting everybody there too right so yeah, was, yeah. Oh, this was at, this there's was that this was at his house yeah um so like he was trying he was trying to get this game started it up and stuff and so like i uh and they had asked... to like keep track of like all the dip and stuff <laughs> right as well. so, at the yeah. same time and there's a whole thing mm-hmm. um and so like uh they, they called me in at the the um 11th hour or whatever it's called and then uh, i like helped implemented the the narrative side of some things so hmm. like some people's writing could get implemented into the game oh cool um so i did that which i, I um so i ended up not doing a lot of stuff for um 
for my game by, for the last like few hours. But like mm-hmm. at that point, I had done a lot of the right. I had finished the writing stuff. Yeah. Um. So like that was a good time for me to. Well, that's like a good progress. allocation of resources. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So exactly. Cool. So it all worked out, and we all have games set up and stuff. We've actually um. We're trying to schedule a time so we can all get together and like celebrate the games we made. Yeah. Nice. Um, I think that's actually I think that's supposed to be this weekend. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so and maybe listeners could play these can games. Can we play them? Yes. Uh, I mean, I gotta ask them about it because I, yeah. I don't know. If people are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, get, they're a little get their buy-in for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wanna, I want, I would love uh, for y'all to play them. Uh, I definitely want y'all to read my stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also would like it to uh, be at the game. Uh, our, Play test event. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like us to bring one of one or two of those games there as well. That'd be that would be really cool. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, yeah. That'd be really so cool. I'll, I'll pitch it to them and we'll see if we can get them to get them on board. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and get them here to like play other games. And yeah, to see a little. Yeah, but you know maybe it'll inspire them. Maybe it'll be like a oh that was a fun thing to do. I never want to do it again. But yeah, I'm glad, you know what I mean. Like <laughs> yeah, everyone has a different approach. Yeah, that's totally fine right? too. Yeah, yeah. But it was it was a good time. I enjoyed it a lot. It had been a long time since I've been a game jam. Um, yeah. So it was cool to get back into it mm-hmm. with respect to that. Speaking of getting in back into it, yeah. How long, a long has time. it? How long has it been since we've done a nice game jam? It's oh, been a while. It's been a f- few officially months. a while. Officially a while. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, we've been working on sort of pitching dogpile, and so I right. think maybe we were not in the, in the mood. Yeah. To but that's kind of uh, I mean the work on that is kind of like done for now. Mm-hmm. It's sort of in the hands of the folks we handed it off to yes. at the gaming conventions that Dale and I went to um, yes. this summer, and. So yeah, it's time. It's, mm-hmm. it's time to get another prompt <laughs> and to make something live on air. Yeah. Um. So this one, Dale gave us a prompt that she's been holding on to for a while. A long while, actually. <laughs> she yeah. every single time we have basically have a gap in our programming. She brings it up. She's like, "Hey, you could do this jam prompt." Yeah. I've been sitting on for months. <laughs> yeah. And today we're gonna do it. Yes. <laughs> Should we look at this quick, quick first before we do it? Or? No, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it live, and we can correct it if we need to. All right, here we okay, go. Okay, here we go. All right, so to be read by Ellen, my mother was saying that she didn't like playing dolls or cars with us kids when we were little, but she did like to play games with us. Create a game my mother can and wants to play with her cats with the supply list below. Bonus points if this can be played with a single cat or multiple cats at the same time for optimum usefulness in listener households with single cats. Okay, so this is not from my backstory. No, okay, no. no. This is Dale's actual this mom and her two actual cats. Dale's actual mom and her actual cats. What threw me for a loop a little bit is that um, my mom uh, didn't let us play, like she didn't encourage us to play with Barbies. Yeah. Mm. To the point where like relatives were not allowed to gift us Barbies. Yeah, I see. And... Yeah, Dale's uh, mom was kind of similar. Yeah, you know. yeah. I mean, I think dolls were fine, um, but no Barbies. And uh, I could play with, you know, I could play with Barbies at my friend's house. We just didn't have a lot of them mm-hmm. because they, it was forbidden yeah. for for them to be given as gifts. So instead, right. we ended up with like lots of horses, lots of horse toys. That explains some of, things. <laughs> lots of Doesn't animal it? toys. <laughs> We did have some pretty cool action figures and like cars and things like that, mm-hmm. and, and I ended up just sometimes you just don't play with the toys and you just try to dig out dig worms out of the ground. Um, cool, cool. So yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a good idea someday. Okay, <clears throat> um, yeah. So that threw me for a little, a little bit. I thought she was talking about me and my mom, and I might have said that at some point today. So Dale, but no. Okay, so Dale's mom did not like playing dolls or cars with the kids when they were little. Yeah. But you did like to play names. Okay, so create a game that Dale's mom wants to play with her her cats. 
Okay, so I'm gonna start the, uh, the this right off the bat and go. What what do cats play? I don't I have no idea. Well, like listener, dogs play fetch. Listeners but. may recall that this prompt is not that dissimilar from a nice thinking we did a while back, which yeah. is dogs uh, uh, games play with your dogs. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And and we and I, all the same questions are coming up in my mind. Yeah. Like who's the game for? Is it are the cats expected to play, or are they just components in the game, and it's a game for you? Yeah. Um, you know, mm. what is consciousness, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is consciousness? Uh, the, our supply list is as follows. We have two male cats, two years old, and there's photos provided. Very mm-hmm. And we have one female cat, 20 years old, uh, parentheses, not expected to participate. <laughs> I, I know that cat. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> the cat is 20 years old. So, yeah. Yeah. She was, she was, you know, getting less active over the years, but then these two young cats moved in, and then the old cat was like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. I'm just a layout now. <laughs> just immediate drop off yeah. in activity, like leaving it all to the boys. All right. Um, and then a wand toy, but I've been to Dale's mom's uh, house. There is plenty of, of cat toys. There's okay. uh, laser pointers. Nope. There's These speakers. are our constraints. Yeah. These are the constraints. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed page two and page three of toys. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Such no, a long prompt. A speci- <laughs> there are specific toys mentioned here. Okay. Yes. Cat, two cats that are male. One cat that is female that is not expected to participate, but could be a prop. A okay. Prop. Oh, uh, could be a prop. prop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a prop. Wand toy. Cat tree. And she, thank you, Dale. She linked the product. Yeah. The specific cat tree. <laughs> I mean, it might, might be relevant. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Okay, balls of various types. Balls with bells, fluffy, sparkly balls, and foam balls. Yeah. Okay. What else do we got? There's cat, a whole bunch. Catnip toys, catnip yarn, finger trap toys, kibbles, cat. I don't know. Uh, yeah, all of those things. Oh, helpful reminders here at the bottom of the page. Uh-huh. Uh, cats do not fetch like dogs do. They don't fetch at all, thank you. Yeah. I have uh, met cats that fetch. I don't think that's true. No, I have I have met cats <laughs> that kidding. fetch. Okay. <laughs> cats are strongly motivated by motivated by food. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if Stephen is acting annoyed, remind him the last two games did not, did not even have a bonus point for featuring cats. <laughs> How's that supposed to make me feel better? <laughs> I guess it's just like we're due. Yeah, like quit All whining. Right. Fine. We're overdue on cats. Okay. Don't forget to give it a name. True, we have forgotten. To we have forgotten to do that. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for the reminder, Dave. Yes. Okay. Right, so I go back to my previous question. Yeah. What do cats play? Because <laughs> I have no idea. Um, they don't play fetch, as is reminded. Uh, but I know they like to bat things around. Dale's talked about that a lot. Yeah, cats tend to be, they get real quick into the role play of the hunt. Yes. I mm-hmm. think. A, mm-hmm. a lot of play turns into that, even when you're not intending it to be. Okay. That's sort of my read on cats, is that like... They they start they like to pounce they like to yeah. uh, uh, grab things that are running away from them yeah um, that seems to be a pretty common way to to sort of get them engaged okay is to to get them to engage in hunting type activities right right which right. is different from dogs which they're a little bit more they got a little more going on you can get sure. a dog to play around mm-hmm. um, that, uh, that with a lot of different involved. kinds of motivations cats doesn't seem a little hunting. simpler to me okay. but they're also a little harder because you can't read them as easily well then it seems like we should lean into that idea of getting the cats to hunt quote unquote yeah um, well, that's why the laser pointer works so well right you know not one of the items listed that's interesting it isn't oh it isn't because that'd be easy to go towards i don't know um <laughs> um i okay all right so that's good to know cats like hunting and that's what they would probably want that's what they would do um here and they're uh, food motivated and yeah. they're food motivated i feel like 
cat pinata. <laughs> <laughs> it has to have. A, there has to be a game. It has to be a game. Uh, oh, you can't right? make you can't make the cats take turns. That that would be the game. You um, could. You just you know close the other cat in a room and then listen to it yell at you. Oh yeah, I okay. That doesn't seem appealing for for no. for Dale's mom. Yeah. No. Um, the game. I mean, the thing I'm thinking of is yeah. like actually like a competitive game where you where there's two players. One one of uh, Dale's mom's cats is their champion, mm-hmm. and then you have to you have to get them to do a certain thing in a certain order in a certain time. But the mm. problem with this is that this is supposed to be a single player game. Yeah. Um, so that won't really work. Well, it's okay. So here's an idea. Okay. Dale's mom is the dungeon master, and the players are the cats. Okay. Okay. Now this is not a game Dale's mom would like to play. I don't think. What like, do you mean? In this area. Um. She's not into D and D. Yeah, actually, Dale saying that she's into games actually surprises me a little bit. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Okay. I don't think we can get her on a D and D path. Well, oh, okay. uh, the only the only thing I mentioned, the only reason I brought that up is because then she could be kind of like the director, and the cats are the ones actually like dictating the play a little bit more. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is the same problem we had with the games of your dogs. It's like, are the dogs the players, or are the is the human the player? Yeah. Right. Maybe now, we should. One thing I do want to clarify is it, it does. Well, does it say specifically that uh, Dale's mom has to enjoy the game? She would has to want to play this game. Oh heck! She, All right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that my mother can and wants to play with her cats. Oh, that's rough. All right, never mind then. What? What? What do you? What I you thought thinking? we had an out. I thought we could just make something that Dale's mom particularly wouldn't maybe necessarily want to play, but we other people might want to. Yeah, I think. Don't. I mean. This would be nice because these are actual cats that could actually benefit. This could be a, a leg- this could be a proper uh, a value add to the universe if yeah. we make this thing. Yeah. But maybe we should just not worry about that and just like sure. <laughs> just make a game that that these two cats could play. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Although otherwise I'll just be in my head about it the whole time. <laughs> That's fair. You probably know her better than us. Yeah. So that makes sense. Um. Hmm. Okay. Um. All right. So cats hunting. Ellen, you were talking about some D and D thing. Well, okay, so like with D and D, you know, the dungeon master points at you, and then you're like, "I want to do this thing," and then yeah. they're like, "Roll dexterity." Yeah. Or not, dex- you know, like roll stealth or something. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, and then you have to get like a certain roll in order to succeed. Mm-hmm. But basically, the thing that I'm coming down to is like, what if you can? What if we can do something with the rolling? Like, what if to play this game you have two you have two players and then one like referee yeah and what you also have are like two dice yeah and the cats roll the dice because maybe they're like a little treat ball i don't know if you know what these are but like it's a it's a ball that has holes in it so you can put a treat in it but then you bat it around and the treat comes out yeah okay. and you could make that into like a d10 or a d12 or something like that <laughs> and have the holes on the corners or something you know and but so the i cat- think you have to worry about the cats like not can like they'll roll the die and then before you can read the number they're gonna roll they it just again. Keep hitting it, yeah. Well, yeah, and then when they get the treat out is when it stops rolling because then they'll stop hitting it. Oh, okay. So oh. it's it's not just it's not like a thing you stuff peanut butter into. It's like a, the thing will come out and there'll be nothing left. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so there's some product design in there, right? You'd have to sure. design right. the right kind of cat oriented D twenty. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> That's within specifications. Yeah, yeah, and also so it's so like. The and the game, the gameplay has to be flexible enough so that, like, it doesn't matter if that takes fifteen minutes. <laughs> Right. Yeah. I think that's that's so that is something that occurred to me is like yeah. cat there's cat time. Things happen for cats on their own schedule. Yeah. And yeah. I kinda like the idea of this being like an open like there's 
We don't know how long the Honestly, gameplay that, takes. Honestly, oh. that makes this a design pillar of the game. It's, yeah. it's not a game you sit down and play. It's a, it's a thing that's just going on all day. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right? Yep. So that works for me in that way. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and I so like that means cool. all of our all the activities can be designed around that sort of thing, where you can leave a thing for the cat to do and then come back to see how it resolves. Yeah. Like that yeah. could be... That could be it, yeah. Right? Yep. Because that actually is something that, that Dale's mom actually would maybe do, because yeah. it wouldn't require her sort of the artificiality of... of of sitting down to play the game. Right, right, right. Um, and then it makes things like that work really well. Of course, it's not on our props list, but well, we can we can bend the rules. Time isn't on our props no, list? No, no, this this treat die thing. Oh, yeah, die. it is. It's totally a ball of various type. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's not a ball of fluffy. It's not a ball with a bell. It's not uh-huh. a fluffy sparkly ball or a foam ball, but we are designing a game, right? Yeah. And so yeah. if we have to add some components to make it a game. This then... is going to be a product in a box that's going to have all the parts. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And then it's a uh, game for two cats. Yeah. <laughs> right. P- plus I... one non participant. <laughs> so theoretically, then it's competitive. That's kind of what I'm hearing. But I don't know if that's what we're doing. Well, the cats aren't going to know this, but yeah. then at the end, once it's all resolved, one of the cats will have won, and that will be just fun for you to learn. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm really enjoying the the perspective you're having on it, Mark. Where like the the game is kind of you, uh, the 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 cat owners, I guess, are are um, playing a game, but the cats are just doing cat stuff, right? Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of interesting because then like you can, like they you can participate at your own pay. Well, at the cat's pace. Um, but in a way that like at a random it, pace is what you say. Yeah, <laughs> but it makes it more enjoyable for you. I guess it makes your day more interesting to engage with your cats or yeah. different. I guess in a way that is at least um worth pursuing. Uh, so I like that aspect of it. Yeah, and I like Ellen. You're framing it as sort of a D and D campaign. Yeah, because it's gonna have like a beginning, middle, and end. Yeah, sort of structure. Yeah. Um, and some parts could be more engaging than other parts. Some could just be like set a thing and whatever. Another can be like, okay, now it's time for the relay <laughs> portion <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it can just be spread out throughout a day or something or, yeah. or even a week. Yeah. Um, and you can just on the on the whiteboard on your fridge, you can keep track yeah. of how it's going. Yes. Um, so let's say D6. I don't know because that's small. Well, I think or D4. Yeah. So the question is: Is are we deciding that it's going to be whatever we say it is, or should we look at the universe of cat toys and see what can be adapted for this? Oh, I was going to say it could be whatever we say it is. I mean, the thing is, we don't really know what they're rolling for yet, so we don't really right. know how many sides the die. Should I guess have. that's well, right. So the so the constraint should be what's available to use. Well, yeah. I don't know. I think the constraint should be we should first decide what, what role does rolling have in the game. We know that the cats are going to do it, but then like, what does that signify? Oh, I, I guess I had assumed it would signify the cat's doing a, a different activity as a result of the dialogue. The rolling for initiative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, There's actually, no that's kind of cool. Ignore. <laughs> right. Who gets the chance to go? I mean, so, okay, right. So then is it like some sort of obstacle course sort of thing where like each of them, like you, ro- they, they roll per obstacle yeah. or per challenge and then... Potentially, I think. I don't know. I think that like... Uh, Cat owners like having their cats do weird things, even though they're not recognizing that they're doing weird things. I'm just reminded of like the one where like the cats they put like uh, cups uh, for the cats to walk perfectly between, through yeah, yeah. or between or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Oh, like yeah, that yeah, could yeah. be a thing. That could be one of the obstacles that you have to. Go oh yeah, through. that's yeah. There's there's a whole like yeah genre on YouTube of like cat challenges where yeah. the cats have no idea what they're doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they will still try not to knock right. it over or whatever. Right, and that yeah. could be actually I guess suppose that could be a measurement. This could be like a whole cat tournament. 
Um, that's the name now. Cat tournament. Uh, <laughs> and 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 like it just one a- T in that. Just cat tournament. <laughs> cat tournament. <laughs> yes. yeah. um, and it could be a whole. Um, I don't know. It could be a whole obstacle course thing where like. Mm-hmm. Their role determines what obstacles they go through next, and as long as the setup is really simple. Yeah, that's that's the thing about this. If we want this, if the design pillar is this sort of like passive activities yeah. that spread out, yeah. then like like let's say you you're having someone over for dinner on Tuesday, you yeah. you don't want to have to tear down all the cat stuff and then put it back up on Wednesday. Right, right, right. Um, that's true. So it has to be. And then the other thing is, if it's for two cats, like. Let's say you you roll this treat die, mm-hmm. and basically you just leave it in the living room until you notice the treat's not in there anymore, and then see what faces up. Yep. Simple. Yep. Which cat rolled it? Is it just you just do one oh, cat than the other cat? There's, yeah. There's, there's, there's a bunch of there's more logistics in here, I think. I suppose. Now, it could be that the, the die is just rolls to, for some other initial value, or it's the mechanism by which you do a lot of things in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it doesn't matter who, quote-unquote, rolls the die. Yeah. Um, I think that's probably the way we... For logistical purposes, I think that's the way we would have to go about it. Is yeah. It doesn't matter who rolls the die. As long as the die gets rolled and stops at some point. Then you look at the result, and it's a four. And then you're like, okay, now something happens. What happened? Mm-hmm. Um, cat pinata. <laughs> we keep coming back to that. <laughs> it is pretty Just cool. me. I'm going back. Yeah, keep it in your pocket. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll pull it out later. Um, I don't know. That would be a fun thing to add. Like, that could be the boss. At the end, if this was an actual campaign. <laughs> Cat Attack! <laughs> the reward for the cats for putting up with whatever it is we put them through is like, it's full of it's full of uh, tuna. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking more of like a reward for the person for being so patient with the cats. Because <laughs> that is something that just occurred to me. Like, okay, it's funny. Like, the idea of going through a game that's on cats time, mm-hmm. which yeah. is variable, yeah. is funny, but also could get really boring. So like, yeah. that's, if we have cats doing... different tasks Mm. it's still it's still not clear to me like what the criteria are for doing a task and is it like a one versus one whoever finishes it faster whoever does it better does yeah do they they compete at the same time or is it one after the other it has to be one after the other try to coordinate cats there's a whole well there's a saying there's a first to the goal kind of thing that works especially i mean these cats are they they squabble so (laughs) yeah i was gonna say i don't think we want the gameplay to like trigger cat fights what i was gonna ask is does it is it necessary that the die roll determines what the cat does is it something that the human could do instead Ooh. Oh. okay uh-huh kind of okay i think the die roll should determine what the cat does okay but it determines how what the human sets up so yes. mm-hmm. we have a table of activities mm-hmm. okay and the die roll determines which activities right yeah. so yeah. the idea the idea that behind this is that let's say it's a it's a let's say you have it's a let's say it's a d6. Sure. I mean, it should be a d8 because I think that will roll better. I think a d6 will slide along the ground. Oh yeah. Um. So mm-hmm. let's say it's a d8. Sure. Or whatever. So uh-huh. there's it's eight activities. Yep. And the order in which they're done will maybe change the experience somehow, but mm. they're just different. Like one of them is just okay. You put a a treat in the cat tree. You set up both cats on the stairwell, and then you see who gets that gets it faster. Yeah. Now. The you have to watch the cats here, and maybe they're not going to run to it, but yeah. that's cat time, yeah. right? That makes it kind of interesting each time you do it, mm-hmm. right? Um, that could be one activity. So you just then you roll again, or you yeah. have the cats roll again. You yeah. do another activity, yeah. and then after X amount of activities, some determ- some final thing happens, and then that's a campaign, and then you can do it again next week, and it'll be really different. Yeah, and that's that's a way 
for that feels like something just that you can do with your cats. Yes. Um, I like that idea. I like, you know, it would be actually kind of funny is if you themed each of the challenges in like a different way that cat, like things that cats are good at. Yeah. Like one of them would be like smelling and one of them would be like, you know, purring or like yeah. rubbing up on something. You know, I'm not sure exactly what that would take, what yeah, that would be. Are. What I like about that is that if you have two cats yeah. and they're, I mean, and they have different personalities or different behaviors slightly, um, I mean, your best bet is going to be two cats that are similar, right? Like, yeah, like, sure. like, like these two cats we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is, we can design for that. But any differences between them will actually bear out because if you, the activities you roll will favor one cat or the other, and that's kind of thrilling. Yeah. Right. As you play, mm-hmm. like, oh, activities two, four, and 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 six are really good for Milo. Yeah. Let's see if Miles can make it happen. You know what I mean? It can 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 beat these these odds. Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. I like that. And so, so I like that each one of them is is sort of specifically geared towards some cat thing. Some different kind of yeah. cat thing. Okay. Well, okay. So part of this thing is is like theoretically these activities are things that the human is not supposed to be actively watching because the cats are on cat time. I think some of them will be. Oh, okay. I, I think. And I think that that variety is I think will be interesting sure. because in some of the activities, it could be you set up a thing and then come back to see the result. Yeah. Or you just sort of s- sit on the couch and read a newspaper and sort of mildly observe. Yeah. But you don't have to pay constant attention. And some of them are like, this is happening now. I have to I have to time or see who gets there first or whatever. Yeah. I think that variety. And then if you are if you're, you roll a dice and then and you're not, you don't have time for the thing, just wait till you do have time for that. Yeah. You get to engage in cat time as well. I okay, that yeah. That's, so I think we can do sense. both, right? Okay. Cool. Um, and that variety, I think, will be sort of interesting. Yeah, I to, guess to as, the human. As long as the human isn't like forced to sit there for thirty minutes and the cat's not doing anything. Right? Yeah, I don't think we want that. Right. Yeah, but I, I, I imagine some of these activities we designed. Yeah. Would, and I'm okay pushing the line a little bit towards that, just because, okay. like, whatever, you can always quit. Like, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. I mean, that's a cat thing too. You just <laughs> stop doing what you're doing for no reason at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My, some parts of my brain are just going really silly with this. Basically, just like, what if it's not competitive between the two cats and it's actually cooperative? And it doesn't matter who which cat does what thing. You just put a series of challenges in front of the cats. Oh. And as long as they make progress together, then they get, they you know, they, they work towards the goal. Then yeah. I'm like, well, what's the goal? And like, again, yeah. how do you make it interesting for people without them just like watching their cat go slow blinking yeah. at them? You know, like. Yeah. I think what's interesting for the human is actually just watching a cat do anything mm-hmm. for people who are into cats is kind of enough. Yeah. But the the then why don't you just use a laser pointer or do whatever and no, right. you don't need to game rules. Right. The added element on here, I think, is the scorekeeping. Yeah. Which to the human, they I mean, they know it's silly, but they know that of all games, yeah. I think. So I think just to kind of like keep track in kind of a silly way of which cat's doing better, yeah. knowing full well they have no idea. Yeah. But that they still are can be competitive. And that's why I do kind of want, like you were saying, Ellen, you don't want them to encourage them getting into scrapes. That is actually okay to do with cats. Like to like encourage them to like roughhouse. Like that is that is a healthy yeah. cat behavior. Roughhousing is one thing. Okay, and I definitely I'm coming at this from a dog perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Dogs roughhouse when they play, but that's different than what happens when they're resource guarding. Because yeah. when someone has a thing or there's a thing over there and someone wants it and the other one wants it, that's when you can get fights mm-hmm. that can cause injuries. Okay. And I don't know if the same thing happens with cats, but like there's a difference between the, the roughhousing that happens when they're playing. And that's very consensual and there's lot, lots of like very specific body language that happens mm-hmm. to communicate that, yes, we are making lots of noises and I'm putting my very big teeth on your face. But it's all fun, right? Yeah. Like they have, they take breaks, they sneeze a lot, they make slightly silly noises. 
but when they're like arguing over a resource, it's way, way different. Sure. And I wonder if cats don't have some of the similar things. So I think we got to be careful about how we set up those challenges. Also, like theoretically, if you if you like put a kibble on like a counter or something and you had the cats try to get it, they might compete over that and that would cause problems. Well, just coming at it from a dog perspective, like yeah. if, if I had, you know, my two dogs and I had one treat and I mm-hmm. set it on the other side of the room and I'm like, okay, go get it. Yeah. They would both run towards it yeah. and then one would get there first and the other one would be disappointed. Okay. And they would get over that disappointment and they would look at me like, what the heck? Yeah. Where's the second one? We're like, excuse, this isn't fun. And then yeah. I do it the second time and it would probably you know, happen the same way. And then, you know, the third time it would be like, no longer fun. This person keeps stealing the treats. I'm a, or this other dog keeps stealing the treats. And so I'm either going to, obviously the human's not going to do anything about it. So I'm going to stand up for myself. Oh, okay. And that's when you can get a fight. Well, that's a key to the sort of food motivation is that you, you provide a lot of reward. So it's, it's, yeah. so there's basically, n- you never are in a situation where you're reward uh, restricted. Yeah. Right. So you can lose three challenges in a row and you still get plenty of kibble that day. Well, right. yes, but do- you know, like the animals can't keep track of what they got in a day. What they what they remember and is like that cat got something and I didn't in that moment. Yeah, I think that this is a situation where if that's the way that your dog or cat is, then you probably just don't want to be putting them in any situation that's even close to this anyway. Mm. I think once once they're fine with that, then it's not like the sky's the limit or anything. Yeah, but like I don't see the risk. It, like unless okay. your cat has a bad attitude. Already, and in which case, like, then you've got bigger problems. Yeah, catitude. Right? Catitude. Catitude. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Not Can't a... let that slide by. <laughs> <laughs> so, folks, this song you're hearing in the middle of the show, you've heard it a bunch, and we usually use this time to ask you for a favor. Yes. We say, hey, give us a five star review. Please share the show with your friends. Join mm-hmm. us on Discord. Hey, Bye. maybe throw us some money on page. I'm just going to read off all of them. Yeah, that's a lot of them. Buy Glom, blah, blah, blah. T-shirt. T-shirt, all of them. <laughs> Nicegames.club slash et cetera. Uh-huh. And, um, but I think for this one, um, whose idea was this? This was Ellen's idea. Ellen's idea, which is to say, hey, uh, Mark, you were talking about going to Toronto. Um, this is my best Ellen impression. Um, <laughs> pretty good. Why don't you tell the folks about Bloor, and which is the name of the song that is playing right now, but it's also the name of a subway station in Toronto. Uh, where I wrote this song. Yeah. Um, when I went there for the film festival in 2015, um, I took my little keyboard with me and I was writing music for Metro Nexus, which I had just started making at that time. It's sort of more of a hobby at, at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, I had just sort of worked out it. I hadn't written music in the longest time. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I did it when I was a, a teenager and then kind of set it aside because I sort of couldn't find the time or space to do it. But then I discovered MIDI. Um, which <laughs> late for me, I guess. Yeah. Um, if you know anything about me, but I'm like, oh, I just need a, key, a little keyboard and a computer, and I can make whatever music I want. Mm-hmm. And I got back into it in kind of a big way and wrote a bunch of songs in Toronto because we spent ah. like a week and a half there, yeah. and it wasn't like a Disneyland thing. You you see a movie or two a night. There was lots of time, mm-hmm. and so I wrote a lot of music and I named it after subway stations in Toronto. Um, oh. And uh, the the song you're hearing is called Blur, and um, so it means kind of a lot to me in that sense sort of personal and then when we were doing the show um, I wrote a song for the theme song but then it came time to do this middle section that we were sort of inventing yeah like what, let's do something in the middle um, you know during the ad break that feels a little bit more personal it's more individual to the episode but also engaged with a listenership and so well, let's put some music on it and it's like it was just I didn't have time to write a new piece of music I just yeah. went to the archives and like this one sounds good it won't be too distracting but now I, it, it has come to be my favorite song 
from there, probably why I picked it. Um, and so we, we refer to this section as the Bloor, and you might have heard that on the show uh, from time to time. Yeah. But uh, it's kind of a deep cut because yeah. most people will be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so this here is now official explanation for what that's all about. Yeah. Uh, here eight years later when I'm going back to Toronto. Should I bring my keyboard? Should I write a Bloor 2? Uh, absolutely. No pressure. If you feel the No pressure. All the pressure. Do it. <laughs> Uh, I didn't realize that you had written this song in Toronto. That yeah. is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> what the heck? I can see the CN Tower out the window and everything. <laughs> I want. I'll say. Okay, so I want a Blur remix. Uh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want a song to play uh, when I come into the room. Uh, okay, I now will... he's just throwing in long time demands. Yes. <laughs> I was gonna say it's like an angel and the devil on the shoulder situation, and there's yeah. no question which right, one's right, which. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It would yeah. be cool. You do need a theme song when you enter the room. Right? Yeah. And I can't check John Cena's, so. Yeah. I was just thinking you could, actually. <laughs> My favorite piece of information about this fact is that when uh, a, a friend of ours who is from Toronto... Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> ...was, I think, either listening to the show or something where we mentioned it and yeah. was like, what are you talking about? That's a terrible station. <laughs> Why did you name anything after it? Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm not a native. I just... <laughs> I just took in what was around me. It's so funny. Yeah. Uh, Will will you revisit the Bloor Station on your next trip, your upcoming trip? I'll take Laura with me to the Bloor Station. (laughs) Excellent. And have her explain to me what's so wrong about it. (laughs) Does she feel like you nailed it with your musical interpretation? You know, we didn't get that far in the conversation, as I recall. So, yeah, nothing to ask of you uh, this time. Just a little information. Enjoy the rest of the program. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Uh, okay, uh, so yeah, okay, so we have a we have a big old list of activities that yeah cats do. So the so two things we need to do are mm-hmm. come up with these activities, yes, and then also some sort of like resulting mechanism, some some sort of end game that makes it feel satisfying to stop instead okay. of just keep going forever, right? Yeah, I mean, or it could just be like after yeah. so many days of of activities. I mean, I feel like just points best of three, right? Like that's the easy way. Yeah, I think we could do better than that though. Okay, that's fair. Um, I mean, because it could just be like a, a a book of activity that you know you you have the cat roll the die three yeah. times and then get a three digit number yeah. and then you just have tons of activities and then you just do th- those activities whenever you want. Yeah, like it doesn't have to be sort of campaign based. But I like Ellen's framing earlier about like it being a, a campaign that begins and ends. Okay, um, cat Sudoku, but you can only fill in numbers that the cats roll on the die. <laughs> And if you get any of the puzzles in the book, then you win. Yeah. <laughs> Go you team. Know, okay, that's the other angle on this, yeah. is that 
Um, okay, let's say it's a D10 and you roll it twice. All right. So it's like 100. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just follow me on this. Yeah, okay. It might, okay, okay. might not be good. Half the things are cat tasks that give them points, mm-hmm. and the other half are human tasks. <gasps> you gotta, oh. And you got to beat the cats. Well, no, no, no. That you just have to do. Oh. So it's the cat that's making you do something. Oh. And so oh. You, get to pl- you get to play along. That's fun. Right? Okay. I kind of like that. I kind of like that, that too. Idea. And and you can't do another cat activity until you do your activity. Yeah. So, you know. What, is, what it, is the human activity though? Like I mean, five could, push-ups? I mean, stuff like that. Like, okay. like I mean, not, not that, I don't think. Yeah. But okay. like, you know, f- uh, find a, um, a word that starts with something in the, in the newspaper. You know, like little, uh. little ac- activities, little yeah. tasks that are sort of meaningless and not challenging, <laughs> but can be sort of... Um, uh, Id- idle fun. Sure. Right? Cat game of cat game catify cat gamify your chores. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I suppose. They, well, and if it could also be like um interacting with the other things. So it could be if it, one of the things to do is like uh pick pick one of the cats. Yeah. And then to 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 do something or like uh in your role as the judge, it, you know uh pick which cat you thought has played the fairest and give them two extra points. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like stuff like that, that that the human does that comes up kind of randomly. That could be either related to the game or could just be random. Okay. You know? Right. Okay. Or like invite another cat over to play for player two. You know? <laughs> that might be a little bit uh, too difficult to manage. But things like that sure. that just change the game. Because I think the, the key to this being something that would be fun to do over and over is to have the combination of activities make completely different experiences. Yeah, right. I I was um so I I mean I like that train of thought. What I was thinking of is that like each round is just a different set of activities. So each die roll is something different. It, it leads to a different of the eight or ten or whatever um, activities that are potentially given to you by the cat or chosen by the cat's die roll. Does that make sense? I'm not making sense. Yeah, I think I don't. I think we're talking about the same thing. No, I'm talking about something a little bit different. In uh-huh. that, like you are effective, um, you're picking from a giant list of activities. Some of them can be human tasks. Some of them can be cat tasks. Yeah. I'm suggesting. I guess I'm proposing. All the tasks are still cat tasks, but you just each round you do different. You have you pick from a different list of cat tasks, and when you do all three. And when you complete all three, then that's the end of the game. Oh, I see. So, like, there's there's three tables, round one, round two, round yes. three. Hmm. Yes. Why? Well, I was just – I guess I was trying to come up with an ending <laughs> um, oh, for mm-hmm. the game. And I figure that, like, um, that you can have – you can vary up the tasks so that, like, you still get different experiences. Um, and so each, if there's you some game it, design here where yeah. task two could be designed knowing task one was completed. Yes. Um, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean – yeah, I just don't know that this game this needs that. Sure, that feels a little bit like I, I want the game to be a little simpler for the human to engage in. Okay, if that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know, Alan. What do you think? Because I don't hate it. The main, the, I guess, my main criticism with respect to the hundred tasks thing is that it still yeah. doesn't have an end. So yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Well, I mean, but we I, can figure that out. Well, I mean, it, it it doesn't have an end except for you could just say do five of them. So that's not really yeah, that you, different. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the the benefit of what you're proposing is that you can design things knowing you know with, after the result of the first task. Yeah. So it can be a little bit. You can focus more on the game design of it. Yeah. Um. And and the reason I'm not as excited about that is because I don't think the activities we make are going to be really conducive to that sort of. Yeah, thing. I think that's fair. Um, I think that's. But fair. ultimately, we still have that problem, which is just how, well, how does the game end? What is it like? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, it could be like a double or nothing or, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it doesn't, like, I th- I'm starting to lean away from, like, the like, checklist of tasks things. I just don't okay. think it's, I think it's, I don't 
don't think it's fun enough. I don't okay. know, though. This is so hard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, if it's an idle experience played over many days, yeah. it can't be too engaging. Yes. Yeah. Right? It has to be um, uh, it's gotta be episodically like, yeah. uh, you know, involved. And yeah. Like, I think it, right. I think it would just be nice for it to be like a nice surprise. They're like, oh, the cat did the thing. That's cool. Yeah. Time to move on to the next. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think that is sad. I, I would like to imagine that that is satisfying enough to yeah. change up uh, interaction with your cat um, experiences. Um, so I, I imagine that, yeah, the really simple tasks yeah. are kind of good enough for our purposes, but they're not going to be like super fun, like games yeah. in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, mm-hmm. um, Ellen, this will be your opportunity to move us in a different direction. Okay. Yes. Or our opportunity to lock this in. Okay. This is what we should talk about now. Yeah. So I think a hundred, obviously that's just a crazy number, but like if we're going to make a, if we're going to make a dice that does this, yeah. a D 20 is not out of the question. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so that seems like a good number. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you'll only ever probably do eight or fewer of these things in one playthrough. Sure. Right. So that should mean that you're not going to play a couple times. You'll experience new things in yep. different orders. Half of those can be, hu- or two thirds can be cats and one third can be human tasks. Yeah. That can all work. Um, so, if we do that idea, that seems to be roughly the shape of it. So, Ellen, you're saying that you're not as excited about the sort of random uh, task table. Well, or it needs something more. So, what? Because it could be more. It could be more designed. Like these are the task one, task two, task three, task four are all the same each time and very specific, with more DMB campaign style. Yeah. Well, I guess so. Here's I don't, something that like made me think about bingo. Okay. Honestly, or like yeah. tic tac toe. So like. Yeah. If what if you had a bunch of different, like I don't know how you do it, but you like almost do like a mini bingo board, um, that's like three by three, right? Oh, mm-hmm. bingo board, yeah, yeah. And so then the the two cats are playing against each other by like rolling, um, and then whichever cat gets three in a row is the winner. But also then whenever you do one, there's like in between each round, you are also doing a task. I think that would be. So just like adding something more to just task after task after task. I don't know. I'm not well, sure. So it doesn't feel like there's enough for the human here, but maybe that's because I'm not imagining watching the cats do stuff enough. A tic-tac-toe version of this is that um, each each space on the board is a task. Mm-hmm. And then you let, – let's say there are two human players, one playing for each cat. Yeah. Then you choose – one of the things and then you have like your cat do it yeah and if they if they successfully do it or they complete the task then you fill in the thing yeah mm-hmm. and that's involved so it's playing tic-tac-toe but like with some random like crazy yeah. randomness involved yeah. but that does require two human players to be interesting otherwise you're just playing against yourself yeah also you still right? need you need we need some mechanism by which you can determine that one of the cats did the thing and the other cat did not do the thing and well, if you're not actively watching it, it's going to be hard. To well, I'm leaving that out of it. For oh, now, that's, okay. Yeah, the, the tasks themselves or the activities themselves. That's that's not. I mean, I think I'm trying to address Ellen's sure, yeah. uh, concern about the sort of that that the determination of how, what yeah. you do. And I when. do like the idea of it of the tic tac toe sort of thing because that I mean it gives us an ending and it's like a neat little thing if you're if the cat like does a really cool tic tac toe move. Right. There's not really cool well, things. The, the, the cat can't ready. choose, so a human right, has yeah. to choose. Which, yeah. and if you're going to play something like that, then you need two players. Unless yeah. the die, unless the cat rolls the die with the treat in it, and that's what dictates where the next tick or tack or toe goes, whatever it is. The X or the O. Yeah, the X or the O. 
Yeah. So that's that's the mechanism by which the game ends. Is that instead of so it's the same as we were describing, mm-hmm. but instead of it being a table, it's a grid, and that yeah. grid is is a, it's connect four or tic tac toe or something. Yeah, yeah. something like so. Okay, okay. So, so there's no there's no strategy for the cat at all, no, no, or no. for the human, but it, that just determines when it's over. Well, and it's some randomness, right? So you don't know what's going to happen, and I think that's that helps a little bit. I think what could be so just tossing this out there, you've got like a you've got like a four by three grid or something i don't know mm-hmm. four by yeah. four maybe sure um so you got a nice even number and uh it maybe it's maybe it's like alphabet on one side letters on one side numbers on the other and then you have like some sort of combination of die or something that like lets the cats roll to indicate which thing they're on maybe it's a die maybe it's just like some kind of weird like random generator that they can press or something i'm not sure mm-hmm. but basically like whoever you they they press each cat presses the thing and that's where their that's where their their mark goes on the board mm-hmm. um but then between each mark you do a challenge to determine which cat gets to go first next time i don't know i don't know I'm really struggling with this one. Can you tell? Well, the trick is, I mean, we have, we have the same problem with the dog games. Yeah. Just yeah. that, like, you can have, you can, ha- there's a difference between game mechanics and game play. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so in this case, you'd have mechanics, but nobody is playing that game. Yeah. Right? Yeah, sure. Good so, point. Good point. Yeah, that's true. So that that's the key about, I mean, it's like watching your cat do stuff and watching it like a sports fan. Yeah. Right? That's, 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 that's what I'm hoping, thinking. Yeah. That's kind of what, that's my greatest hope for this. I don't think yeah. we can get much more out of that. That's what which I'm... is just idly rooting for one cat over the other. That's kind of oh, what mean. I mean. <laughs> or, or for like, a, you know, for a comeback story or a close game or something. Yeah. Um, but I like the idea of like the die roll determining it on a grid or something. Yep. That's sort of interesting. Yeah. Um, I think the the only problem with that is that it makes repeat rolls. We need to come up with some system for that. Yeah, they just oh. lose their turn. We're, I don't know. we're already on cat time, so um, <laughs> yeah. so right. we're not going to have them re-roll until they get something right. Yeah. But then you don't want to have like complicated instructions or have the player choose them as a result yeah. if they're if they're supposed to be sort of neutral essentially. Um, yeah, I'm, I still yep. kind of still think the easiest way is just the, is just a list of twenty. Mm-hmm. I hear right. You, I think you're right. You yeah. Talked me out of, yeah. You talked me out of my. I, I feel like a, a, bu- bit I feel a little bit like pad. a bummer, kind of bringing us back to it, but because well, there's lots of interesting ways to go. It's. I think the thing that you said about there's a they're you know bringing that back around. There's a difference between gameplay and game mechanics is really the issue that we're having. Yeah. Because like the only, the only critter in this mix who can play games. Without you know a lot of training, <laughs> which is no longer part of the game, and then it's, it's not fun. The only person or critter who can play games is the human, right? Yeah. And there's really no gameplay for the human right now. Right. I think that's the thing that's yeah, I, tricking me up. I think that's fair, but I, 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 I guess I agree with Mark in that. Like effectively, you're like watching two cats compete, and I think it, it recontextualizes yeah. basic cat activity. Well, it's all back to the thing you were yeah. saying about being a the dungeon master. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. that's that's what the human gets out of it. And yes. So that's why I want the human tasks and like human judging tasks. So sometimes it's just you have to do a thing and sometimes you have to actually like make a, a call. Uh-huh. And you have to be objective and you can have fun with it. Yeah. Um and other time and other times it is just watching the cats play. Yeah. Um Okay, I, I did have a silly idea that I don't think is it. actually 
per- I don't think this is actually. <laughs> I'm just gonna say I already whatever this is. I already want it. Okay, yes, okay. Yep. Cat Taskmaster. That's all I have. Yeah. Cat Taskmaster. Honestly, that's kind of what yeah. we're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, the, so the tasks can be silly. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking of them as like legitimate structured cat well, competing the th- racing or something. The but, key of Taskmaster yeah. for listeners who don't know is that there are two types of tasks on Taskmaster. Yeah, there's the get the Satsuma over the fence mm. in the shortest time. Yeah. Uh, with with both hands tried behind your back kind yeah. of tasks, yeah. then you just have a stopwatch, and then there's the write the most interesting poem using only seven letters. Yeah, and then you then you're judged, right? right. So there's subjective and objective tasks in Taskmaster. Yeah, that's perfect for this. Yeah, yeah right. That's great. Um, there can be some tasks that are that are just you time you just it's only for one cat and they get x number of points or some that's for both of them and they need to compete and that's the that's the beauty of taskmaster is that the format is 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 the same but the individual components are wildly different from each other yeah okay all right (laughs) yeah and with enough variety and enough silliness it could be really fun yeah Mm -hmm. and for the human there's kind of like a a, a, that 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 anticipation of what am i going to make my cats do next yeah i think feels kind of there's that that plus the like oh wow i made my cats arbitrarily do a task how did they do with this arbitrary task exactly three points for uh one cat yeah for the other exactly yeah i I, I like the idea that every task has a a potential point value Mm -hmm. and then they can get a number of points by finishing it or a number of points based on the quality of execution. Yeah, I think structurally that's really key to something like this is that there needs to be like a common language for all of these things. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, so that the human it doesn't need to like look at the rule book all the time or whatever. No. Yes. Um, that it can be something that they do play r- sort of idly. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are like two types of tasks. There's the judge, the, the judge, judge's score task. Yeah. Um, and then there's the if you complete it, you get points task. Yes. Now, I think the the we haven't come up with a lot of these tasks yet, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so I think the sub, like subjective tasks I think will be actually hard to design. Yeah. So yeah. I would. So I think I'm still thinking towards that the task can just be a question for the human to answer. Which cat has done X over the course of the competition? award points for or something rather than like make your cats put on a pageant or something <laughs> right you know because it's like that that feels like a little bit more involved than we could probably manage sure um but that isn't to say we can't have just purely a, a, a subjective task i think they're just gonna be a lot harder to design so we may only have one or two or three of them we wanted um, 20 tasks in total on this list is that what you're thinking it feels kind of or 20 things that happen when you roll a die so maybe 15 tasks and five things you know what i mean sure but 20 yeah, yeah the table would be 20 i think okay um i mean it could be a d12 a little more manageable, mm. but I think twenty would be nice because then, like, it, you might go months without doing some of them before yeah. you see them for the first time. Yeah. So there's twenty different things on the die, but to to do a game, you only do five. Uh, no, I think there would be like like ten or fifteen games for the cats in terms of the tasks, and then the other die rolls would 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 have the human do something. Yeah, but I didn't understand the second part of what you said about like months might pass without. Oh, you doing... if if we're playing the same of the cats and it's based on their die rolls, they may never roll a seven. And so I never get, we never see what, we never get to see task seven. Yeah. And then I've been playing this game with my cats for three years. They finally rolled a seven. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you know I what I like mean? That. Yep. Or, and so every experience will be sort of different. Um, and I think 20 is a good number for that. You're not going to see all 20. Yeah. Um, it's the challenge for us to come up with them all. Right. But then that should keep things interesting and some variety uh, for a long time for the, for the cat owner. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Maybe let, let's come up with three cat tasks and two human things. Okay. 
That, that seems pretty reasonable in the time we have left, right? Yeah. Yeah, and the human task should be freaking bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the opposite, but I'm fully happy to be swayed. I mean, bonkers doesn't have to be like difficult or like drawn out or anything. Just yeah. like completely weird things. Yeah. Okay. Uh, speaking of bonkers, I have an idea for one. If we're all right. Oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> Hold both cats in your hands uh-huh. out on your side. Yep. And whichever one uh, jumps off first loses. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's I good. Love, I love that each human, t- like the human has to do the thing, but they still involve the cat. Yeah. 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 That's good. That's a good example. So, yeah, we've been talking cat. about things that are cat or human, but like mm-hmm. there's really no limit to the variety that we can have for stuff like this. Yeah. Um, how many um how, what kind of things do cats like to knock off of tables? Yes. Everything. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes and everything. Great yeah. answer. So, okay, what if you just put some like stuffed uh animals on a table and, <laughs> right on the edge? Yeah, and how and like they're different colors. You got blue ones, you got red ones. Whoever's one cat's blue, one cat's red. Whichever one has the most knocked down by the end of 30 minutes or something. I like we that. Okay, cool, cool. Oh, how, okay, you put both cats on a coffee table. Yep. And you surround them with alternating colors of those things. Yeah, yeah. And then the game is over once the cats are both off the coffee table. Oh, that's good. Because I, I think that should be – all our time limits should be just based on cat behavior. Because that's okay. that's the other design yep. pillar is cat yep. time. That's true. Right? So no, no – not – I mean, maybe – so stopwatches maybe for who gets there first or whatever. But yeah. I think that way you can go and check in and once <laughs> – they're off there. You can, yeah, yeah. You know, and the cats may have cheated in the meantime, but who cares? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. But I like that idea of like having. So this will be a little a kit. It'll have the die, and it'll have a couple of like color coded uh, things that you use in multiple of these tasks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't consider how much we'd. Add. I mean, Dale gave us the list, but I think we broke that rule early. Oh, we did. So I'm I'm happy to totally break it. We're shipping a product here. Right, mm-hmm, right, right. Mm-hmm. No, they're def- it's still a ball of various types. It works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We got a lot of flexibility with that. Yep, yep, yep. Um, okay, yeah, I like that. So that's a possible cat task. Now, the ultimate way to do this is to have two areas to, you know, do it once for each cat. Mm-hmm. And w- in which case, it's the result is more tied to what the cat did. Yeah. Um, do you know? But let, yeah. that's neither here nor there. I we think can. it's okay for some of the challenges to be like both cats get the same number of points, you know? Oh, no, I mean to say, if you have the alternate, if you have the different colors, you might have Cat A knocking over all of Cat B's toys. Yeah, that can in happen. which case, it's not. I mean, the the illusion is broken in terms well, of it yeah. being proper competition. Yeah, well, the I cats think, aren't going to care. So. That, right, that's. I think that's part of the fun of it. Is the cats yeah. don't care, so that's part of the. No, no, I know, but okay. I, I I do think it's important for the human to be actually scoring the actual cat behavior. Okay, sure, um, no, that's fair. So I see. Uh, this was my idea, but like, or par- partly <laughs> the it was my idea, but let's um, maybe change it to you set up two cats on in two different areas in the kitchen or yeah. in the, and and surround them with with objects. Okay, and then it ends when they're both outside their circles. Yeah, right. And sure. whoever knocked over the most. Sure. Okay. Okay. Now, of course, you'll have cats knocking over none of them, but so it goes. Yeah. That's yeah. Then they just. Yeah, I'm don't. spinning too long on this one idea, but but you really because I think there would be you'd have to do a lot of playtesting yeah. for this to see like uh, how often it would be that it doesn't work at all. Yeah, which you know. So, oh, that's true. But we're not. Let's not. We don't have. Time we don't have a thought process, right. yeah. thought or, experiment. That we can yeah. just. We yeah. don't have cats on hand to test them. <laughs> right. uh. I know someone who knows cats who has cats. Oh, yeah. you do. Who's yeah. that? Her name is Dale. Oh, she has access to so many cats. That's true. <laughs> Honestly, I. This sounds like a really thing. The thing we should make. I, I know. I'm really. I'm actually, you say that every time. I know. I, just, I know. But this is like. There's. A, this is like. I mean, when we were doing like the dog games, yeah. I was thinking something like this would be so good if we can get it over the finish line. Yeah. But I felt like we just had so many great ideas, but it would need a lot of work. Yeah. This one feels like we could get. It over the finish line. 
<laughs> okay, moving on. Anyways, all right. Third, third idea. Okay. All, right, all right, okay. Um, cat task. Mm-hmm. What do cats do? I have a list. They eat. They zoomies. They balance. They so night vision. <laughs> we, I mean, we can we can have a, a treat put somewhere and see who gets there first. Yeah. I mean, it's easy. Wouldn't that but be a human task then? No, the ta- the the cats are the ones getting the the treat. Yeah, but like that's the humans a- just put a, the treat somewhere. I got that, but okay. I don't understand how that's different than a human creating an obstacle and then putting a cat in. I it. I guess I was thinking of that as a cat task and not a human task. Oh, okay, because I had written it under human task. Ah. Okay. okay. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I was thinking of that. Yeah, I think a, a human task should not involve cat activity at all. Okay, that's not what I wrote. <laughs> I'm just not going to write anymore. I'm just going to close this. We're no, 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 no. Nope. <laughs> Ellen, I'm not doing it right. I'm not doing it right. I'm all confused. No, we don't. Now. We don't understand what you're confused about. Yeah. Well, look at look at my notes. Well, oh, I don't. I don't have those in front of me. Okay. Well, that was probably part of the issue. Okay. As I'm now confused. Right, so I started this list of tasks times twenty. We yes. were only going to do five because we once we kind of get the formula down, we can figure it out. Yeah. And I had written down cat task. Ta- ta- well, it's hard to say cat task, which probably should be the name of the game because yeah. it's so hard to say. Cat task. Yeah. Cat um, task. Cat task. Um, cat task. Cat task times three, and then I had human task. Human task because mm-hmm. we were going to split it up that way. Yeah. So then I started writing them down, and then we start. So I just put them in the wrong category, and I'm just confused and sad. Uh, you have one human task here, which is the hold both cats in your hands. Yeah. The human is just a prop in this task. So then does that make it a cat task? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah, see? See? Well, now I'm see? confused. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but that's fair. Okay, so, so here, I'll come up with a human task, yeah. and maybe this will explain okay. what it is. That'll help. So human task, which cat has played the most fair award three points? Oh, I see. Okay. Oh. That's a human task. So it's just a thing. Cats literally don't do anything. Humans just come up with... That's just a new opportunity points. to be a GM. A little okay, bit. got it, got it, got yeah, it. In, okay. a, in a moment. Cool. That's a whose line is it anyway sort of thing. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. okay. That makes sense then. Yeah, now, um, now there, there is the subjective task of like um, uh, put two cats on the edge of the couch, whichever one jumps off the grace most gracefully. Yeah. Award three points. Yeah. That's still a cat task. Yeah. Okay. Right. Right. Um, because the cats are the ones doing. It. Right, and you know the terminology is even not if the human's judging it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, but I was thinking about human tasks as just a thing for just to break it up a little bit. Because I think one of the cool things about this would be that we identified early, which is that when you roll the die, you kind of have no idea how long it's going to take. Yeah. Uh, or when the die is being rolled by the cat, because you don't know how long that's going to take All either. Right, that too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ellen had put make a loud meowing sound when different cat uh, meow, looks at you first. Gets it. Oh, <laughs> that's really good. That is really good. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever cat looks oh, at Oh, I you love first, that one. Words, that's good. Yes, because getting a cat's attention, that's a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a cat task, though, right? Cause the it cats is a cat task. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. I'm starting to understand it better. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we have three cat task examples, yeah, and one human task example, yeah. Uh, maybe one more human task example, and maybe one more cat task example. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm for that. Uh, I have an idea for a cat task. Yes. Uh, so you, it's again one human, two cat, two cats, right? Right. Yep. So you put like a, the same number of treats in each hand, yeah, yeah, and call the cats over, and whichever finishes them, their handful of treats first is the winner. I like that. Okay. okay. Yep. Seems like a cat thing. Okay, I'll write that down. Human relating to cats, but cats don't do anything. 
The only thing, see, the thing is, I always, always, whenever I hear about people having cats, it's like they talk about how they got scratched by the cat or got bitten <laughs> by the cat, and I want that to be a competition somehow, but that doesn't seem fun. <laughs> yeah, it also doesn't seem. I think there would be some lawsuits at the end of that. Right, yeah, so <laughs> maybe not that. Yeah. Um, hmm. I don't know. Um. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. This is maybe another cat task. Okay. Put something on top of the cat's head, like a, like, like a present sticker, you know, like a bow. Uh-huh, yeah. Or like a, maybe just a toy. Mm-hmm. Right. Make the cat look like a real dork. <laughs> Make the cat look like a real dork, uh, and then you can like time the cat to see how long it takes them to shake it off. <laughs> and then whichever cat shakes it off faster is the winner. For that's that a one. that's a good. Task. I almost think whoever keeps it on the longest. Yeah, because <laughs> that's I the like challenge, that right? Yep. yep. Whoever keeps it on the longest, I like that one. Yeah, that's pretty good. That is good. I like. That um, okay, human task. Yes. So because this game should have some rubber banding, okay, uh, yeah, to be yeah. engaging if it's going to take a long time. Yeah. So a human task should be. Uh, uh, Pick a cat you feel sorry for. Award five points. Yeah, no, that's great. <laughs> that's perfect. I like that. Um, and because it's going to come up randomly, you don't know, and it may come up multiple times. Yeah, right. And that may actually end up putting a cat way in the lead. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I like that so much. <laughs> I mean, that, I mean, that's the spirit of Taskmaster. Is like the yeah. points are determined by rigid rules and structures. Yeah, but they do not matter at all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, can one human task would this work as a human task? Mm-hmm. Uh which cat woke you up most recently? Award that cat negative three points. Yeah, negative three points. <laughs> that is that's the thing a, a cat does though. Yeah. So that's a cat task. Oh, okay, yeah, all right, fair enough. I mean it's not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what well, I mean, yeah, we we we'd uh, this is would be all playtesting and yeah. balance and yeah, because you want the sort of you want a good variety of things too. So right. because you you might have die rolls that lean towards a certain type of thing, which would be sort of interesting because then it would really color the whole experience. Yeah, but ultimately, on average, you'd have roughly even distributed of types of of, of activities. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, some would yeah, some would involve the cats doing this something at the same time. Some would involve one than the other. Some would involve maybe just one. Yeah, um, you know, like um. Maybe there's on the on the die there's uh, cat A gets number six and cat B gets number seven if it's the same task sure or whatever just give them an opportunity yeah um so that yeah there'd be lots of fun and just the sort of unknowability of what's gonna happen next I think would be really enjoyable yeah human um, task pick the cat that looks the sleepiest that currently looks the sleepiest <laughs> and award them X points cool oh you know what it should be is pick the cat that looks the sleepiest and they and and sit them out for the next round oh you know like the human task should be a little bit more than just awarding some points some more yeah, variety there. Yeah, that do. that may not be play testable because other the other tasks may not be suitable to have a cat removed oh, from them sure. but you know in the case of like the putting them in a circle and knocking them over if you only do it for one one cat then they are only eligible for points that will work mm-hmm. so you'd, you'd need to balance all these things for, in all the combinations of them yeah but mm-hmm. it might be fun to have some tasks which determine that the, the uh, change things for the next task this is the same thing that makes Glom so replayable is that like there's the all the infinite combinations. Right, right, right. Um, so having them engage not only uh, spatially on the die, but temporally in terms of the order which they're done, yeah. I think would make an infinite number of experiences. Yeah. You know what would be interesting is if if you had like instead of Yeah, maybe like I'm not sure how this would work, but basically like you draw the the challenge and then the points are a separate thing 
like how many points it's it's worth yeah so like the results are like so like the challenge or like the thing that has to be done and the results are occasionally different i'm not sure we don't need to play around with that yeah right okay. now. that does go to the, the if we play tested something like this like how much of your, the time playing would be the die rolling if you're making the cats do it yeah mm-hmm. um like it's too good an idea not to like hold on to but yes. it might be something that ultimately just eh, just give the, the player just give the human a die yeah. yeah that might be what we end up with ultimately but yeah. um but in the, in which case you then have the ability to have the the player roll the die more often right to to do things and they could that would maybe yeah. determine points or that's something. sort of a to be determined kind of thing i suppose mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I think we've got a good we got a good idea for what these things could be. We yeah. can go on forever and ever, mm-hmm. but maybe let's see if we can in the in the just minute we have left yeah. to uh, talk about how the game would end because that's been hanging over right. this whole time. Yes, and it, I mean it honestly could just be after X number of tasks. That's how Taskmaster works. That is yeah, how Taskmaster. after um, after you've completed all twenty tasks, I'm, it could take three weeks. I yeah, all well. Not all. You're going to be rolling duplicates a lot, yeah, so that'll just take forever. It can't forever. be all the tasks. Okay, so it just has a to number be our, of tasks. A number of tasks. Yeah, so and like, four. and I didn't. I mean, I think I've I said it a couple times already. I don't love that, but yeah. also now that we have an idea for what these things are, I I I dislike that less. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, it could also just be actually. You know what? It's cat time. So mm. how about it's after a week? Because who knows how many t- tasks you're going to get through? Okay. You might only get through two tasks. Yeah, yeah. In that whole week, you might only choose one task. Yeah, <laughs> like or, or you know maybe at the beginning of the yeah. thing you just pick an end date. Yeah. Uh, of your own, you know, we'll have yeah. some mechanism for which you would choose. Yeah. And yeah. some way to determine what's a good amount of time. Whichever cat but let, has let the most points. By April second at four p.m. You know, sure, right? yeah. something like that. Yeah. Like, see how much cat time can fit in this time. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, that's cool. That could be sort of how it's phrased. I like it. I mean, it's equally arbitrary, but it feels there's some, it feels like there's something more the to points it. Points seem to matter a bit more. Yeah, I like yeah. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's silly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. Yeah. I think that yeah the the fun thing would be yeah if this were to be a real thing is to is to have um you know a a, a product with a box with a couple of props yeah not too many but, yeah and then the rule book that has all the the tasks on it like that's that that's a great thing you could sell at a pet store or at a Target like yeah. And it's a thing that does not exist on this earth. Like, yeah. That kind of game. I'm, I I I mean, we don't have time, but like, I, I want to make it. <laughs> Ellen came up with a name. Also, how do you like? That's the thing about things like this is like this is an invention more than it is yeah. a game. Like, yeah. in, in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. in terms of how we need to bring it to the world. Right. Like, it's something you'd kind of have to do a Kickstarter for because there's no there's no market for it. Yes. It's it's a you know you'd have to. You'd yeah. Have to there's no there's it, no publisher to pitch this to. You have to hope that it can be proven out. Yeah. Yeah. And then we take it to Dale's mom's for playtesting. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But also, I think this is something that my mother-in-law would do. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's just it's 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 engaging enough, but also not like she wouldn't feel embarrassed to play this. Yeah, in, in the way that I think that the more like it would become a little sillier when you start like doing a ton of die rolls or you do a ton yeah. of like you know you can kind of feel silly if you're sort of not the type of person who plays a lot of games. Yeah, but yeah. if you're the type of person who plays with your pets, there's a kind of silly you're happy to to look right right Right. um that there is no end to that no matter how serious a person you are yeah um and i think this fits that really well yeah so i had two cat tasker is one name right Uh uh-huh and then task catzer (laughs) (laughs) right we do have to come up with a name and i would like it to maybe not be a a A pun pun on taskmaster even though that's a, a clear inspiration ellen had just said cat tasks i mean yeah it's not a pun i like a use of this earlier like cat time Cat oh time. yeah, cat time. Like cat time. That's the name. It's time for cat time. Yeah, yep. it's cat time. Oh, we've been playing a little bit of cat time. I feel like that's good. Yeah, I like yeah, cat time. That's good. Yeah. I cat like time. cat time a lot. Cat yeah. time is the name. Perfect. <laughs>
That's our show. We post show notes and such on our website, NiceGames.club. Go there to find the rules of the game we made today. Visit us on social media at NiceGamesClub, where Dale posts about game dev resources and cutting a feature. Reply on the various platforms or email us, contact at NiceGames.Club. Nice Games Club is on Patreon. Support the show and get stuff, including ad-free episodes. Sign up at Patreon.com slash NiceGamesClub. And if you want to keep things more casual, just stop by NiceGames.Club slash Discord and say hello. Next week, we'll be talking with Julia Karen Datar about moving to a bigger team. But that's it for this week. So until we start again, remember to play nice and meow. Did we catch that? Yeah, I think we caught that. We did? Yeah. Good. Cool. <laughs> That'll go at the end of the show. <laughs> Let's give Ellen a bit of time to chew. We yeah. had a whole thing about tacos, and I'm the one who ends up eating <laughs> on the air. <laughs> but no, I get it because it's hard to eat while you're laughing. <laughs> Say something. This is so awkward. I can't handle it. it the, the floor is yours at the moment. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Ellen. <laughs> okay, I'm good. I'm good. All right, cool. I'm good. Cool. All right, we'll put that at the end of the show. Yeah. <laughs> That's great.